0: Welcome to Liftoff with energizing results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. So good? Okay, here we go. Today I'm very excited to introduce you to Roxanne Derharch. How are you doing, Roxanne, and where are you hanging out right now?
1: Well, I'm pretty good. started my morning uh, relatively early um, and uh, just uh, trying to create the space to have a great conversation with you today.
0: I couldn't wait to start this conversation (laughs) with you, Roxanne. (laughs) Wonderful. Roxanne is a registered psychotherapist, corporate consultant, keynote speaker, trainer and author. With over 30 years experience, she works with senior leadership to enhance their resilience and assists companies with their corporate mental health strategies. She has presented at national conferences to companies and associations on mental health and wellness at a BIPOC leader. Roxanne is a member of the Forbes Business Council, chair of the Forbes Women's Executive Business Council, and is also an Amazon best-selling author. And I think your mission to create a space for positive, healthy change is just remarkable. Again, very thankful I can talk to you today, Roxanne.
1: Thank you. I, um, any opportunity to be able to spread the message that I truly believe in, um, It's always a great time to be able to to reach new people.
0: Always gives us goosebumps, right? I'm not taking away (laughs) any of that. (laughs) We're getting there. We're getting there. So let's dive right in. So who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face?
1: I think my ideal client um, are people that have the ability to direct others. So meaning that people that have teams, you could be out in the community and leading teams. You can be... Um, running a parent organization. I truly believe that anybody that has the capacity to impact others, um, and we're always in relationship uh, from the moment we open our eyes um, with our children or our family, all the way to uh, every individual that you meet. But ultimately, um, being able to reach more people that have capacity to impact others, I would say. So, anybody in a leadership position um, mm-hmm. would be someone
0: that I would uh, say would be my
1: ideal audience.
0: Wonderful. So, do you have an example for a specific challenge they face typically?
1: I think, you know, leaders, um, they generally are employed or in these positions because they have high capacity, Yui, um, to be able to. Um, lead others and they're very, very good at that. And but unfortunately, I think the part that gets left out in business school is that we don't talk about the psychological well-being and emotional capacity of leaders. They are also people, but they can deliver at a high level for long periods of time. Mm-hmm. So the leaders that I often deal with are the ones that are um, at a point where they're about to be burnt out, if they're not already burnt out, They're about to be put on, you know, maybe potentially um, medication to monitor Mm. um, or lower their blood pressure. Um, Maybe they're not sleeping; they're going on sleeping pills because there are individuals that can um, put up with so much that eventually, I will see the last level of um, communication we have is with the body. And when the body shuts us down, it gives it's there's no negotiation skills there. It just says, Mm. "Okay, it's time to shut you down," and I'm going to make you do what you need to do. So that's. Oftentimes, the individuals that I might be dealing with uh, on the C, you know, C-suite or senior-level leadership. Mm-hmm.
0: I Understand. Thank you for clarifying that. So, um, we are all humans, right? <laughs> Last time I checked. Uh, so, what are common kind of mistakes your clients typically make when trying to solve uh, these uh, challenges?
1: Well, I think what happens is they they generally try to you know adapt strategies that may have worked for them before. Um, and I think as, our, as we are populations aging, uh, potentially some of the things that we might have done when we, I think of myself as a senior leader, you know, 20 years ago when I was in my you know, 30s, um, there were certain things that just could, my body could endure. Psychologically, mm-hmm. there were certain things that I could use. Um, a lot of leaders will be trying the same things that they would have been able to feel some relief um, with. But now they're realizing there's, there's more need. I have to really um, take care of myself in a way that allows me to drop down into the capacity, um, the cap- capabilities that are, and they're high-level people. Once they start to take care of themselves, they get back to optimal functioning. But it means that they might have to be a bit more introspective. They have to look into, you know, what is what is my leadership story like? I talk about in my why, why did you start to lead. Uh, What is your meaning and purpose and are you in alignment with it? Maybe potentially when you're younger, you're not maybe thinking as deep. uh, But doing that kind of work really helps them to recalibrate their time um, and their investment of those optimal levels. You know, what is my optimal? I'm a kind of a, you know, 10 to um, 1130 optimal energy. So what am I doing um, in that time that's commensurate with the outcome that i'm looking for and trying to mm. have leaders come in contact with that space within themselves
0: that's really about you know starts from within from within and also kind of like based on our capabilities and how aware we are about uh, them would you uh, would you agree with that
1: absolutely so mm. in uh when i discuss um the ROR which is I is a spin-on the ROR um the return on investment. I talk about five areas of which the overarching umbrella is awareness. And um you know sometimes we get to a space or leaders get to a space where they're very, very successful, but they're not they're no longer kind of in alignment with what they want in their lives. So we talk a lot about you know looking at what's happening, you know Um, where are they spending their time Um, how are they having joy like what kind of places are they having joy and what is life like for them you know when they are leaving the proverbial office wherever that is anymore and um, when they start to really be reflective in their space they start to make those connections for um, what kind of small incremental things they need to to do to stay connected or should I say get connected or get reconnected with with themselves so that they can kind of look around once they're connected um, and understand the capacity of those around them as well.
0: Now yeah, that makes sense, absolutely. So before I ask Roxanne, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Roxanne, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with uh, these uh, challenges?
1: Well, I think, you know, like I said to you before I got on the line today, I took about 10 minutes because I'd had several meetings and a couple of coaching uh, clients prior to coming on. Centering yourself. So one thing that um, I try to have people do is do a little microverse. So what I mean is don't wait till the end of your, you know, however long your day might be. Uh, I would say try to find some logical spots um, to uh, maybe put an alarm on your phone. Something as simple as, say, maybe at 11, maybe at 115 or 130. And again, just before you wrap up your day. And what I often say is we have obviously we have five senses. So, what is it that you could do to use one of those senses to bring yourself back into the present? So, in my case, I just did uh, really quick um, affirmations um, on an app that I use. Uh, maybe others could situate their office where they look around and put pictures or things that are symbolic for them. They stop and and silent and quiet, quiet and reflect. You know, if I there's a picture of my son around me, or I'm from Trinidad, so. my favorite beach those types of things really recalibrates Mm. us in internally and reminds us why we're doing what we're doing who what when and why right those are the things that we Mm. need to stay connected with so that would be one simple tip that i would suggest
0: wonderful golden nuggets already (laughs) i want to give you also the platform and to share where people can find you but also what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that might help with that but also in a broader sense
1: Absolutely. So uh, they can reach me at RoxanneDurHodge.com, just like uh, on LinkedIn, or just that's my website as well. But one thing they can do is let's say, so I've written two books, one one on relationships that you can implement changes um, in any aspect of your life. If there's ones that's not working, you can um, discontinue them immediately or make some changes. So they can go either at work or at home and just go to roxanderhodge.com forward slash quiz. And what oh. they'll do is they'll get a quick little quiz that will kind of, so whether they want to do it for home or work, uh, they go on there. And what they'll it'll send them back a report with some next steps about some things that they could do and some additional resources that uh, uh,
0: they'll be directed to. Hmm. Fantastic. Who doesn't like quizzes, right? (laughs) Really quick
1: and short, though.
0: Absolutely. So thank you for that. Of course, we put everything in the show notes so folks can check it out. So thank you for that. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience?
1: I think um, the one value is like, why do I lead? Why have I picked the path that I did? And I think... um, I learned really early that disconnection was something that I experienced as a young girl uh, growing up in Trinidad and Tobago. And there was not the resources that I thought was necessary to help me. I had a lot of people around me. And at that point, I always, there was a little concept in my brain that I didn't want to have other little girls or boys feel alone like I did at that time. And at that point, I recognized that people are not defined by their pain. And I, at that 11 years old, believe it or not, decided I wanted, hopefully there was something I could do when I grew up to help others listen um, uh, to themselves internally and to learn the ways. And that's why I decided um, to specialize quite young, actually, into the psychotherapy field. Mm -hmm. And that's where I take that space um, into uh, the different kinds of work that I do speaking, training and consulting today.
0: Oh, beautiful. Thank you for sharing that, Roxanne. Uh, so this brings me already to my final question, and it's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why?
1: Well, I I, I, I would say that I'm kind of lucky. I have a 22-year-old son, and, um, you know, you think you teach them things along the way. So the other day, Um, He lives on his own now and he came over and um, I have a path behind my house that leads into the woods, which I can cross a little bridge to go over, to go for walks. I live along the Niagara River, which is beautiful for everybody that knows Niagara Falls, but he knew I couldn't get down. So he came over and he was clipping the pathway. I didn't ask him to, but it was something that he thought, well, I, I know mommy loves to walk down there. And uh, seeing him do that just mm. got lots of goosebumps and lots of um, fuzzy oxytocin running through my br- uh, my body as I <laughs> saw him t- you know, acting in such a caring, kind uh, way.
0: What a beautiful moment and uh, how considerate. Wow, this is a wonderful a goosebumps moment. Thank you for sharing that, Roxanne. Also, thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today.
1: Well, thank you so much. Uh, I love uh, the time that we've spent and I hope that others uh, gain something from it as well.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you thank for you. listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your friends. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at ube.corn.com.